Chia. Salutations, greetings, and welcome to it. This is Two Second Round Picks in the Fax Machine, a live boot podcast presentation. And I am your host, True Story. I pray you well, pray you safe, sanitized. Please like, subscribe, rate, and review us on all DSPs where you consume your digital media content. Let us know what you think about these here vibes that we're trying to present, man. On episode 22, we have a team in the Memphis Grizzlies who, you know, Grid City, coming off of the Mike Conley era, you know, with what they had there and transitioning into where they are now. It's pretty dope to see, you know, when you have talent in John Morant, you have talent there in Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. You have some guys in Brandon Clark there. You have some talent there. You know, you've developed pretty well in Dylan Brooks. You've done pretty well to put yourself in a situation where even in the West, where it is tough, we know it's tough to win in the, in the West, you can put yourself in a position where you can have your window down the line. And in this year, in this year trade, in this year trade show, we're just looking at how can we maybe put the Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies in a situation where now with the West being what it is, where yes, LA will fall will fall a bit with Braun and, 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 and AD down, but they won't fall out the playoffs, right? The Warriors were not too sure with them because you know, with Steph down, yes, we'll say they'll go on a run, yet there's certain games they should be closing out right now where it'll make it easier for them to climb even higher up the ladder and not still be scampering for the last seed they were in a play-in situation, right? Although they'll be tough in a play-in. The Spurs looking to trade LaMarcus Aldridge puts them in a situation where they might fall out and then it leaves room for Memphis via play-in or to actually get into the playoffs with a good run of their own because below them, the New Orleans Pelicans, OKC, Sacramento, Houston and Minnesota, they won't do much movement in regards to moving up to try to get into the playoffs right now they're probably just looking to see where their pick will fall right for memphis there's an interesting situation where in houston if they want to give up victor Oladipo and they want to go in a different situation maybe including eric gordon for you to do a conversation with them where they have picks that are so protected that eventually a lot of them turn into second round picks right and then they can use those to trade to you and then you get a Victor Oladipo right now and Eric Gordon with Victor Oladipo and Eric Gordon are the type of players where they can add to what John Morant and Triple J technically have next season, right? Where you have your lead point guard in John Morant who can go get his own yet he likes to facilitate a bit more and he does a good job of doing that. This season his actual scoring numbers won't be won't as high as you thought they would be but his assists are very high so he's averaging 19 points with 7.4 assists and 3.3 rebounds. I like that, you know, because it showcases that he can be a double-double type point guard although he's a scoring point guard in that regard if you can put the assets around him where Victor Oladipo in Memphis that would be his third team this season he would probably say okay I want to super max elsewhere but if the market is not that great for me maybe I stay in Memphis on a 25 million deal and I'm the guy around here who helps bring that winning culture that they need right because he and Eric Gordon could add a lot of that shooting and the playmaking and that scoring that complements that squad and then going forward you can have a conversation where you as Memphis can maybe use them as assets to go get maybe your other superstar that complements John Morant and Triple J when they're ready to go down the line, right? So a 2021 first rounder from Houston via Detroit, which is protected basically 1 through 16 until 2027, is likely to turn into a second round in 2027, right? You can have them maybe lift those protections and make them lead and say, let, let it convey into a second rounder sooner than that, and then you get your second rounder sooner. You do probably something similar with the 2021 first rounder from Houston via Portland, which is also highly protected 1 through 16 and likely to convey into a second round in 2027. You ask them to lift those, those protections, pardon me, uh, in that trade, and then you can get into a second rounder fast sooner 
and then you get the 2022 first rounder from Houston via Brooklyn which is unprotected it's next season yes you don't know what Brooklyn will be if they don't win a ring it's an unprotected pick right so you can leverage that and you can do a little bit more with that flexibility wise and it's next season it's Memphis where you now know what your direction is you get a 2021 second rounder from Houston where you can use that second rounder this season to add your squad you don't have to pay as much for that talent because you do well when you have players who are on lower contracts yet you develop up the way along the way pardon me and maybe you, you, you draft somebody who's overlooked in the in the earlier in the earlier parts of the of the of the draft right so it's basically three first actual it's one actual first and three seconds along the way and it can help your rebuilders memphis knowing you basically having to come off of georgie dang's contract anyway this season a 17.2 million use them in a trade bait way justice winslow's 13 million over two years along with tyus jones who's on two years 7.9 he can help houston in what they're trying to do because they will they will get of georgie's contract next this this coming season with justice winslow being a piece that can maybe fit in while with the John Wall timeline and what they're trying to do over there with Chris Wood and Kenyon Martin Jr. and all of that. And then Tyus Jones is a nice backup guard for John Wall when he has to spot minutes, right? You get a 2021 first rounder for Memphis, which is unprotected because they'll move up a bit. They don't have to protect that pick too much. And a 2021 first rounder for Memphis via Utah, which is protected 1 through 7 and 20, 1 through 7 and 15 and, and 15 through 30 in 2021, which is likely to fall now 15 through 30. I don't know why Utah did that where you protect a pick 1 through 7 and 15 through 30. They thought maybe if we fall in the middle, we'd rather keep our pick. Otherwise, if we have a good season or a bad season, then, you know, give us back our pick. Or, you know, if you're in the middle, you will keep it. We don't want to draft in the middle. We'd rather draft, draft in the lottery or, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case may be. I see that. So... Utah are gonna get their pick back is gonna call four fifteen to thirty unless they change that protection because maybe just rather let them let let them have it as Houston and then you get a twenty twenty one first rounder from Memphis via Utah that's the one we talked about right that if it's one through six if it's gonna keep the protection this season the next season is gonna be one through six and then one through three in twenty twenty three conveying into a second round in twenty twenty four you can lift those protections let it convey into a second round and maybe next season rather if Utah want to keep their pick this season and you still have more flexibility as Houston knowing with John Wall Kevin Porter Kevin Porter Jr justice winslow christian wood justin pad and you have a nice little core in there where you have bench guys in Kenyon martin jr who can improve into a starting type player in a position like three guard where justice winslow can get off the books you still have good depth in the wing positions in ben mclemore Deshaun tate you know daniel house jr you have a lot more flexibility dj wilson can give you something you know as a big as a big and younger guy in the four or the five and then georgie dan coming off your books you can use that to go get you you know one year center renter you know center rental if you want to maybe put justin pat on the bench for another season get more flexibility again i think for houston yet definitely for memphis you put yourself in a situation where right now even with triple j out you can push maybe at the very least for a back end of the playoffs play-in situation yet next season when triple j is fit you have you have jared john morant in there with victor ladipo pay through you can now have a conversation with dylan brooks is backing him up right and grayson allen you can have his last last year you can move him he can be a nice piece somewhere else eric Gordon, nice for you at the three, knowing Brandon Clark can still come along in another couple seasons. He's got three years, 2.6 on his contract. That's a nice backup contract for Eric Gordon at four years, 16.8 million. It's a nice period for that where you're paying basically 19 million for your three guard position and you're getting elite production in that regard for what you need right there, right? You have a rookie in Desmond Bain who can still give you production at the three. That's dope for you. Kyle Anderson can give you backup minutes behind Jaron Jackson Jr. Jonas Valanciunas is still pretty young for you at 28. You also have Xavier Tillman Jr. who senior pardon me who's a nice player for you still at 22 you know 
power forward center type thing small ball thing for you yeah Jonas Valanciunas he could it could behoove you to keep him for this transition of yours and then get off his contract in the last year yet you have a squad that you can go win something you know with next season where you can get a seven seed out west depending on what some other teams do if they don't win a ring this season or if they're not good enough to compete next season you'll be in that conversation a lot more and your team can get along over that hump a lot quicker knowing Jamoran he's already looking like showing the potential to win sooner rather than later same thing with Jaron Jackson Jr compliment them there and reward them in that you know so that's what we look to do in this trade I pray you enjoyed it it's deadline time so we're just literally running through these and we pray you just enjoy it trades can happen like literally in an instant so just stay posted and maybe we update some of these but otherwise it has been two second round picks in the fax machine and loud booth podcast presentation please like subscribe rate and review us on all dsps where you can see your digital media content let us know about you think about that i think it's a nice landing spot for victor ladipo compliment eric gordon in that memphis rebuild houston get some salary they can come off and georgie dang a player they can use in justice winslow this season maybe move him on next season you come off of that eric gordon contract you get some reward for taking victor ladipo on by getting an unprotected memphis pick this season and a protected utah pick that you can use to maybe get better as well down the line you're giving up some of your basically protect heavily protected picks in the in the detroit pick and the brooklyn pick but it's not going to be much because the protections are so high you give up your own second rounder this season and your first rounder from brooklyn next season knowing if brooklyn do do well it's still a 25 to 30 range i right, cool then get get more flexibility for yourself down the line knowing eric gordon 16.8 million you can use that cap space to go do a little bit more now in your new squad with john wall and kevin porter jr and chris wood you know Otherwise, man, two second round picks in a fax machine, man. Peace.